Good morning. Good morning. Upon, Kinda. Late morning. Welcome to Upon Awakening with Sherry. And Matt. I'm Sherry. And I'm Matt. And uh, we're, we've been up for a while, um, but now we have some time to re- record a podcast. Yeah. It's been about a week since we did the last one. I think that's that's good. I think that's a good interval yeah. to do this. You Not know? forcing it. Right. Because we've got busy lives. Yeah. Not feeling... Right. Not forcing it and not feeling bad if we don't get to it in a certain time frame. It's just when we get to it, we get to it. You sort of just act on the inspiration of uh, when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Um, And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is uh, we we always talk about how when... We'll be talking to other people and we'll say, how's it going? And they'll be like, well, I'm busy. And we're like, well, busy's good, right? And sometimes busy's not good. Sometimes right. busy is t- really hard and difficult to make it through. And sometimes busy feels like you're not going to make it through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Busy can ob- absolutely be busy with the stuff that is either mundane or uh, challenging and not fun. And feeling like there's no end in sight and there's really, and when you have that feeling, because I've sort of been there lately, when you have this big dragon to slay, or so it seems like, um, you just sort of, it can, it can become overwhelming to the point where you feel like life is just crappy and there's, and when is, when, when will life be enjoyable again? Yeah. And, um, why is there no relief here? Yeah, right. I feel like I'm being crushed. Exactly. And that feeling of, I can't, you know, of, it's just too much for me to handle on my own, feeling alone, feeling like it's only your burden to bear. And, um, I mean, these are all very real feelings, you know, we can, and it can be paralyzing to the point where it's like, well, then why even bother? I know yeah. I've been there before. Yeah. And I've given up before. I mean, that's why I drank was right. so that I could give up without having to feel bad about giving up. Exactly. You know, I numb myself to the fact that I gave up. Right. Because I was feeling crushed by life, absolutely destroyed by what was happening in my life. Yep. Thinking I had zero control over anything. And that it would never get better. Yep. And now you just turned your dragon into a hydra. <laughs> yeah. Atreyu! <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the never-ending story that we've been going through as human beings for all of our existence. Right. That we think, you know, and I was, we were talking about this last night, that there's always another beast to slay, another dragon another natural disaster, another horrible event, another loss. There's always something on the horizon that we can be afraid of, that we can find ourselves lost in fear of, another bill that we can't pay. Right. You know, another relationship that we can't mend, all these things. And, but, and that's the whole idea of learn from our past, right? And something that I've been trying to practice in my own life is finding the peace and hey, I've been through this, something similar to this, where I thought I couldn't make it through, and I'm here now. Right. I'm here right now, and I'm okay. I think the key is too, for me personally, is that 
when I am going through my trials, I can feel very alone because they're my burden. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't um, I, I don't want to reach out and ask for help or talk about it to people because of um, pride and ego, number one. And number two, because I feel like I don't I I don't want to bother people with my problems that that um, big or small, you know, um, and little or big. Yeah. <laughs> Minuscule or masuscule. <laughs> I think that's a word. Masuscule. It is, is now. Totally on the lexicon. <laughs> that's a man big problem. Masuscule. <laughs> I don't have minuscule problems. I got masuscule <laughs> problems, bro. Got too much chest hair. That's my problem. Exactly. Ding dong's too freaking big. <laughs> Gotta tuck it. <laughs> <laughs> tuck it into my socks. <laughs> and seeing this, but this is a point where we're ridiculous, and we laugh like this all the time over the stupidest things. And that's what life is about. Learning to find the joy in the everyday moments and just, and filling your cup gradually. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I don't know when I'm going to get that, you know, trip to Hawaii that I dream about or that, you know, grand thing that we think is going to, is the only thing that can make life enjoyable. Yeah. And I've, when you said the trip to Hawaii, it's going to make life. I wanted to say you're already there. Right. You're in Hawaii. Yeah. Being Hawaii. I was, I just got done working out and I was meditating after my workout and I closed my eyes and I was on my knees and I literally felt the room dissolve and I was in a place inside of myself that was more real than when I, when I opened my eyes again and I was still in the gym, I felt wrong. Mm. It was, mm-hmm. It was, mm, mm. You, were, you were inside yourself. Mm. You're so masculinity. Mm, that sounds good. I'd like to be inside yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was. It. And it was, it was insane that I opened my eyes and here I was in the gym. And I felt like this isn't real. Like this isn't the real. This isn't where I exist. I get and what you're may, talking that about. That may sound crazy to people if listening, but it was like there was something so real beyond physical senses inside of me where I was that it it was beyond the five cent. It was beyond you know smell, taste, touch. Hearing and seeing, it was so beyond that that it felt. You were totally I into like your the, eternal self. You were into yeah, your. I felt it, the spirit of where I was, it, as opposed to like the actual physical reality of where I was. Yeah, well, and I know that we're, and I'm always there. But to be there, to recognize that I'm there, was a like, whoa, kind of moment. I and the close, like how. What I'm thinking of when you say this is I've been there where I've been so um, in tune with my with my real self, my my spirit, my what makes me who I am, not the not this physical manifestation of my body or my physical surroundings where um, I open my 
I open my eyes and I look around and all of these weird and the things seem weird. I can only imagine like being in the in the gym in the fitness center, just being like, how bizarre. Yeah. What a weird thing that we have all these like things <clears throat> that we need to have like these machines and this yeah. plot in where it's just so it's that realization that um, and then there's the opposite when I'm so engrossed in the bubble of my of myself, of my um, my ego and my outside world that. I need to have this and I need to have that I'm reaching for the outside things to make me happy where that is my only all of that is seems like that's the only thing that will ever be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, it was also weird that you were talking about feeling lonely too. And I was alone in the gym. There was nobody else in there. But there wasn't any time except for when I thought about loneliness, the idea of loneliness that I even, you know, that that popped in my mind cuz I didn't feel lonely working out by myself but there are times where i'll be you know at home by myself at night and i'll be like man i feel lonely what's the difference the difference is i wasn't doing sit-ups mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were still so the secret to not feeling alone is sit-ups um i work just... on your core <laughs> you're gonna have to work on your core really hard Focus on your core <laughs> the true being of who you are your core yeah absolutely that's all you got to do no but it was interesting because it is just an idea and there was and i think it all had to do with the the meditation the place i was it's we're never alone and i've told you this many times where you're as alone as you choose to be and we can manifest that in the reality and like the real world or in our ethereal world the the place beyond what we see inside of ourselves you know because there's always something there there is and and but for me in the past, it's taken those moments of extreme desperation, of misery, of like, I don't know what else to do, and just crying out loud, you know, God, I need help. Yes. And that's important that you bring that up. Right. Because this is about getting through tough times that right. feel like they won't pass. Right. It's important not to bullshit ourselves and be like, I'm so happy that my leg is broken right now. You know, because we're in the pain, we have to feel the pain. Absolutely. We have to be there with it. There's Because, and I've learned this through drinking, uh, through sobriety, that the whole reason I drank was to numb being with pain. I didn't want to be with the pain. Right. But what you learn from pain is that you're going to grow stronger from it. There's something there in the pain teaching you. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's testing you. It's refining you. It's showing you what's important. But if you if I'm constantly numbing it, I can't see the importance of what's being taught. You know, right. I can't hang on to any of the lessons because I'm not there. I was just reading this morning. There's this book, um, and it was actually, you know, um your mom introduced me to this woman, uh it, that is a very uh she's a um a spiritual teacher. What? Louise Hay? No, Hayes. not Louise. No, not Louise Hay. That's one of your Bye. most favorite no. <laughs> Shakti Gawain. That's her, you know, name she chose for herself. Um, but uh, it's just, she's got, you know, she's written a lot. And she really speaks to me because what she says to me just resonates as truth. And one of the things that she said is that when we are going through um, hard times or quote unquote negative things, that we are, you know, everything in our life is a direct reflection of us in one way or another. Yeah. We see it 
because it resonates with us in some way or we've attracted it in some way. And so we have something negative going on in our lives. And instead of saying, um, you know, being the victim, why does this keep happening to you, you know, and, and getting stuck, like you were talking about that loop of self-pity and, and I, or having feeling like you have to numb the pain. Mm-hmm. We ask ourselves, what's the lesson in this? What am I supposed to learn from this? What yeah. am I doing that is attracting this? And in so doing, Where we don't... What was my resonance in this? Right. What was I resonating with in this? Right. Yeah. And so in so doing, we get through the pain. The only way through it is through it. We get through the pain and then we can eventually see, and it might not be right away. Who knows when it is, but we, we get through the pain. We have our lesson. Something else, as we've talked about before, a lot of times, you know, letdowns are, can be setups for something greater, bigger. Absolutely. And then we see, right. We, and I, I see it things, I called it, I call it coming full circle. You know what I mean? It comes back around and it's like, Oh, now I see why that happened. And I've had so many of these experiences. Once I decided to get sober. I tried coming in a full circle. One time. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Here, let's, yeah. Maybe. Um, but uh, it's, I never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it's crazy that uh, since I decided to get sober and um, actually uh, feel stuff, it sucks. It's not comfortable. It absolutely no. isn't. Yeah. But I now have experience of knowing that I get through it. And, um, you know, and I told you this, Matt, but like uh, my sister said something pretty profound where, um, you know, people say, oh, I'm spiraling, you know, oh, it's like, well, you're spiraling down. And it's like, well, no, you know, sometimes a lot of times I have these same issues over and over again, but it's more like a screw. You know, the first time that, you know, the first tread around, it was like, um, you know, it, it was really big and it didn't seem like I, I would come, I, I would get through it, but I did. And then the next time, each time it gets smaller and smaller. So when I'm dealing with this stuff now, I know how to feel it. I know how to emerge myself into it. And I know the things that I have to do in order to get through it. And so these, these treads around the screw gets, get smaller and smaller each time. Um, but actually you'll be fastened into the wall, <laughs> be anchored in there, you'll be anchored into something sturdy. I like to think that I already am. We are already all are anchored yeah. into something a lot sturdier than we think we are, you know? Yeah. Recognizing it's a different thing. And that's a part of awareness too, is like when I become aware I'm, I have this idea that my problems are going to go away. Like I become, you know, more aware or have a spiritual awakening or whatever uh, you want to call it. It's like my problems are going to go away. It's That's not the case. The case is you're going to become more aware of your problems. Right. And as opposed to running from them, you're going to look into them and see how to solve Absolutely. them. Absolutely. You know, and that's been a great awakening for me And <clears throat> that spending that time in meditation because when you have problems in your life and you spend time in meditation, they're going to percolate in your mind. They're going to mm-hmm. sit there. And the, the process of letting them pass by and letting them flow through you without holding on to them and constantly retreading, going over and over again, is leaving room for solution. So when I have a problem in my life, I see it in my mind's eye. I see it when I'm meditating, but I let go of it. And then... That leaves room for a solution to appear. Yeah. And that's kind of, and then even with that, I let the solution flow by. And I've just, I, you just have to let it all come through. And this is Louise L. Hay 
what she says in meditation when you do this, not judging these thoughts, not, yeah. you know, not letting them, but it's almost like flipping the pages of a book. I'm a very visual person. And you, you're thinking about this instead of getting fixed on it. You just say, next, flip the page. Yeah. And because, and with, with what's going on with you right now with the divorce and stuff, and it's a lot of very miserable, difficult, headache-inducing stuff. And, you know, it's worrisome and it's scary and it's fearful. Um, but we continue to look back on our life, right? Mm-hmm. And I can look back at so many different times where I thought, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I'm so terrified and worried and I have, there's no way that I'm going to survive this. Yet yeah. Here I am right now. Right. Better than I've ever been in my mind, <laughs> you know. Yeah. At more peace than I've ever been at. Because I've done little things to address the problems I or the issues I did have in my past so that my future would be better. But to ever think that this scary thing around the corner is gonna be anything more than just a shadow is to delude myself, is to keep myself in a delusion of this reality. Yeah. That I don't exist with something higher than myself. That I don't exist rooted to something stronger and more powerful than myself. Yeah. You know, and that's the faith that I've developed in a higher power over, you know. It's taken time. It's been a lifetime. I I don't even want to say it's just been in my sobriety because it's taken those trials and tribulations. It's taken those fires and, and the broken bones and the terrible drunks where I've been in mental institutions and rehabs and on the street and just out of my mind it's taken those things to teach me that through each and every downfall God has always been with me however you want to look at God God has always been with me the higher power has always been there to see me through whether I choose to see that or not it was up to me to live in hell yeah. I chose hell over and over again when I was standing in heaven. Well, you know, and I, I love, you know, even it, it just the idea, the whole footprints poem, you know, all those times yeah. that, but it's, but it's, but it truly is real. It's like, we could look back at our lives and say, I went through this and I went through that and that was terrible. And there was God, why would God make me go through that? And it's like, well, you know, you, it, it's this perception. It's like, you're alive. You're here. Yeah. You got through it. Yeah. You know what, 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 what are you, what, what did you expect? You yeah. know, and so. Um, I think it's important too to, to note that I speak in terms of heaven, hell, God, all this kind of stuff because this is it's how I was raised with the imagery and terminology I was raised with. Right. Um, not saying in the the idea I have of God now is completely different from the God I had when I was being raised in church. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Me too. Because right. Because I think that's important to allow that. And the heaven and hell are not, you know, the fire and brimstone yeah. and, you know, living up in the clouds. It's just, it's I mean, not. You, I, and that's something I think we choose. I think we choose misery or, 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 go, joy. or grace, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's, those are, it, it's within us, it, it, within our capabilities, you know, right now. And, um, and because, I'm learning that slowly. We have, you know, but like you said, it doesn't mean that we are allowed to deny ourselves the pain, you know, because... Right. We, we need it. We need the pain. And so here I am, I'm going through a growth spurt. And there's a reason that we call them growth spurts. Nobody just, 
really I don't I don't believe anybody grows in this just gradual slope of consistent growth that's comfy you know I go through phases I go through phases of you know growth which are uncomfortable you know I'm I don't it doesn't feel good all the time but then there and then there's these plateaus of um, you know of comfort and I can do one of and one of two things when the growth spurt chooses to the lessons choose to appear I could run and hide and that's actually um, I'm regressing I'm not growing if I run and hide right or I can choose to grow I now choose to grow now here's the thing it's not comfortable it can be painful but also there's the most beauty in these times too when I choose to grow I can see the beauty of the little things I can see the grace um, that I've been given I can see my lessons I can I choose growth and I choose to do the right things that I'm supposed to do when I do this um, I'm able to see it's like I have my God eyes on finally yeah. you know they're wide open and I can see why I'm supposed why this person came into my life and I'm and you know you talk about meditation I'm so you know tr and trying to stay aware and awake um, it's hard to do all the time it's it, it especially when I'm a novice at this it really and and I'm but I'm trying and what I have learned is that I am now very aware when I'm not doing the right thing when I'm spinning my wheels yeah. and um, instead of that just being a little voice in the back of my head that this doesn't feel good you're spinning your wheels but you keep spinning your wheels it's the voice is much louder you I, it's and it's intuition stop you know it you should be doing something different yeah do that something different yeah I um your idea of Hawaii to uh, just and something you just said brought me back to it it was a uh, Maharaji was the spiritual guru teacher uh, for like Ram Dass and these guys mm -hmm. uh, was at like when he was dying his disciples were like we don't want you to go we don't want you to go and his response was where could I go hmm. you know and that I remember uh, like I don't know 10 months ago um, it was actually last Christmas when we were doing the marathon meetings I talked about finish lines mm, yeah I remember, I remember that yeah um, where am I where do I think I'm going you know where do I I have this idea that Hawaii or the job or the relationship or the car or the house or a feeling or whatever it is I'm gonna get there and I'm gonna my everything's gonna be fine mm -hmm. right the reality is I can either be there or I can't be there there's no attaining yeah. that stuff like it's a, there there is no finish line yeah there's no there's no race to be won it's all in the process of the work it's all in the enjoyment of the journey like what you're going through right now we talked about this last night the only choice you have because you have to go through it is to either be joyful through it or be miserable through it right you know and that's the choice we all have Whether and that doesn't I'm, mean and I understood and I did understand this that doesn't mean that Oh, <laughs> divorce is fun, so you better yeah. smile. You, you know, don't have to bullshit yourself. No, there's like pain I had in that. joy. I had joy working, working during the holiday, working during Black Friday, during Thanksgiving. I had a lot of joy in being kind of grumpy about it, not like towards people, but like just complaining to myself and my friends about human beings. 
And then you and made I jokes about made, it and laughed. Made jokes about it yeah. and laughed. And being honest about, I hate people for this moment. Right. I'm not lying to myself. You know, I'm not hurting anybody. But like we said before, you know? you're not absorbing it And I'm not it absorbing it. it. It's important to be able to shake off. Yeah. And not allow the, the the miserable stuff that does pass through you to sit in there and rot. I think that because one of two things can happen when you don't acknowledge it. You do absorb it, number one, yeah. and it turns into something ugly. You become that, what, yeah. which you hate. Right. It, it turned because I was becoming, because I didn't want to, th- I want to be like, oh, I love these, I love people. I'm going to continue to love them, even if they're being, you know, uh, crazy about buying things i'm just going to continue and they're being mean to me whatever i'm going to continue to love them i i felt myself hating myself and then being like screw this i'm going to punch these people in the face and i'm going to walk out of this job when in reality all i had to do was acknowledge that i was mad right that i wasn't happy in the moment just just acknowledging it it changes everything. Why well, I don't have to bullshit myself? Absolutely. And I and I had a and a very profound thing happen yesterday. It was in a meeting. I was spinning my wheels. I was, you know, I'd listened to um I you know, I'd mentioned on the last last week how I had this, you know, new evolving relationship with my stepmother. Well, you know, she's still my stepmother and and I'm realizing now that another lesson is that she hasn't miraculously changed. My perception has changed. Yeah. Um, and so I'm able to see her good qualities. Yet, there's still some things I need to have boundaries in my relationship with her. So in in this divorce, you know, she wants to, just like she did, she wanted me to get married because <laughs> I was pregnant. You know, she wants, and I let her, you know, take the reins. She wants to take the reins and tell me everything that I need to do right, right. now. It's not, and she truly means well, but she doesn't realize that she's giving antiquated or maybe inaccurate advice here, or or just advice that's not good for me, doesn't work yeah, for me. Right. And um, so I went, so, you know, but I was listening to her because I'm like, okay, okay, she knows more about this than I do. I'm clueless. And I'm thinking of, and she's giving me this laundry list of things to do, and I'm exhausted and feeling overwhelmed. And but I woke up and I and I started to do these things and calling these attorneys and, and it was just banging my head against the wall getting the same answer. They want this X amount of dollars. I just don't have it. You know, no attorney is going to say, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you I'm free. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work. I'm a pro boner. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be like, what did you say? Excuse me. <laughs> um, and. I saw the time. It's like, you need to get to a meeting. You know, you are still as I, I like to say, and I've and this isn't something I made up. It's something I've heard in a meeting. I wake up every morning with untreated alcoholism and I hadn't treated my alcoholism that morning, you know, yeah. and I, it or sufficiently. I had not So I, I just acted, I was able to listen and act on that inspiration, got to a meeting. And for the first time in, I think it's maybe the only second time ever that I shared I've shared before when I'm in pain, but I, I'm very vague about what I'm in pain about. And um, because I feel like I, I'm trying to be private and I'm trying to do this, I you know. Um, but the reality was this, it didn't matter. I was there because I was in pain and I needed to, ch- and, I, and I, I got specific for the first time in ever. Yeah. And, uh, and I cried like a big baby. And, um, and then I sat there, you know, and the last time I did that was early on in recovery and I felt very, so vulnerable and, and, and yucky afterwards, I left the meeting early and I didn't wait for help. I didn't wait for anything to happen after that because I was embarrassed 
And this time, as soon as I cried, I felt instant relief. And and I felt love from the people around me. And I sat there and I sat through the rest of the meeting. And then I heard somebody say something beautiful about fear afterwards that I needed to hear. And then two women came up to me after the meeting and they gave me the right advice. They told me exactly what I needed to hear. And, um, and it was because I got specific and I acknowledged the pain and I acknowledged yeah. where I was at and I was honest about it and I was humble. Yeah. We don't get help unless we, we humble ourselves a little bit. Yeah. And so that's, that's part, so much part of getting through the tough times in life is not lying to ourselves. But it's also not focusing on the bad stuff. It's saying, I feel, I don't understand, I can't, I just wore out, I hate these people right now. Yeah. Like, I'm miserable in this moment. Acknowledging it, you know, so it doesn't sit there and build up. But, you know, the fact is, other people feel the same way. And other people need to hear it too, because they don't know how to share it. Because we all want to try to portray some perfect beautiful image of a human being walking through life with like a magic carpet under their butt you know and right. it's just not the case like we need to that vulnerability is when we talked about this last time it's what allows god to come through yeah those cracks is or what allow god to come through and if we don't allow them to be there hmm. and we have that choice we don't allow them to be there then we're not allowing god well and i truly believe that god you know obviously it god is in my life through other people and i'm god and god works through me to other people i was praying the other day and i was saying all the different um when i got done because it was like god jesus christ um yahweh uh jehovah um and then i was like <laughs> the alpha romera <laughs> omega three of this guy, just like all these different names for God, just because you know you, I get lost in the idea of this is God, this is God, this is God, and you know I just thought it was it, because it's 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 nonsense. Yeah. Putting, and that's why, and I've heard this, that's why putting saying Yahweh, it's it's how we breathe. Mm. It's actually the sound. You, the name of God can't be spoken. It's just, it's just your. <laughs> it's how you breathe in another country. It's how you breathe, yeah, in in like uh, the Middle East or something. But it's breathing, uh, because, and the whole reason I brought that up is because we can't put a picture on God of how God's going to show up in our mm -hmm. life, and like I can pray and pray and pray that I need money, I need money, and money shows up in my life. But somebody gave it to me, and I don't feel like I earned it. And I'm like, oh, well. That God, doesn't that count. That doesn't count. I don't like that. And it's like, oh, so you don't like how God showed up in your life. Just be, can I just be thankful? Like, how is it any different? I still have exactly what I need. But right. this idea that I have to somehow scrape the barrel and show how strong I am by earning it, by bending metal, by bending spoons with my mind, to here's make, the money, you know but you I mean? also it's, need to learn humility. Here, yeah, here it is. Yeah, here's the shelter. Here's the food. Here's the money. Here's the grace. Here's the love. Here's the peace. And like I talk about being bored, like people are like, oh, "I'm so bored." I used to say I'm bored all the time, but I, I would pray for peace nonstop, and I'd have this time where I have nothing to do. 
And I'd be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> I got, I had exactly what I wanted. I was so delusional that I couldn't see. Yeah. You know, when I pray for love, it's all around me. Right. I pray for friendship. It's all around. I can't, like, I don't answer the phone sometimes. I should, but I, I don't answer the phone sometimes. And I'm like, I wish I had friends. And like, answer the phone, you idiot. No, complain you know that I'm I mean? lonely. I, I saw, what was that? Yeah, you can. We complain that we're lonely. We complain that we don't have money, but it all—it's sh- all there. But I push it away. Right. I've done it so many times. I've pushed it away because, because it didn't it, it show up in the pack. It doesn't look the way that I. In the it's like that it's I like wanted. if I ordered something from Amazon, and the box was damaged, and instead of being like, "Okay, I got my thing," I'm like, "Send it back." Send it back, Amazon. This package is destroyed. What the <laughs> hell were you guys doing? <laughs> You know, but the, the I don't even know if the item's okay because I was just so pissed off that the package looked like it did. Right. How dare you? Do you have any idea who I am? <laughs> I deserve pristine boxes. <laughs> if this box isn't the best box in the whole world, I don't want it on my fucking doorstep. You yeah. understand me? And I that's like that where analogy. We, get. we it's we want we get the thing we want. We just don't. It's the package that we are not expecting it to arrive in, and so we either don't see the blessing, we don't see that we got what we wanted because we didn't even bother opening it. Right. That must not be it. Right. It's not what I thought it would look like. Or we reject it. We're not grateful for it because, but that's not the one I want. That's, that, that's yeah. not, you know, and, and it's like, no, that's, that's what, it's, it is what it is. You got what you got. Yeah, and I'm, I'm learning that with what I thought success would look like for me. I thought it would be... Uh, selling millions of books and being uh, on stage making thousands of people laugh and like getting these huge paydays and all this kind of stuff and I'm not saying that will never happen what I'm saying is the feeling that I thought that would bring has already filled me yeah it did I didn't need those those payoffs I didn't need those things to be fulfilled with the success that God had for me which was a, a spiritual journey well and if you're discontent else. with your life now and you didn't like everything about your life now then you would never if you got if you attain those things you would still be discontent I'd still be discontent yeah and that, and that's that's part of it it's like if i can't be happy with what i have now i'll never be happy with what i get mm-hmm. because i already have everything i need yeah like and if you're listening to this i want you to if you're able to sit and listen to a podcast from two complete strangers, um, comfortably, comfortably in a in a ro- in a temperature controlled room or, yeah, or car, or even if you're or your own, car. even if you're like in a war torn place listening to this, and you're able to realize that you're breathing, you're alive, you're you have opportunity, yeah, to to build a friendship, to talk to somebody, to fall in love to attain whatever it is you want to attain like there's opportunity there i think we have a issue with scale in this country my issue has been with scale i thought it was it had to be millions and billions and everyone in the world i had to change the world i had to literally change me Mm, yeah you know exactly and helping one person was helping everyone well that's what a little bit myself was helping everyone in the and so now you don't need to do anything else. And now I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I can ever, rest. Forever and ever. And play video games. Because <laughs> I helped myself. <laughs> and, eat, and eat cookies all day long. Because I am now enlightened and free. 
So if you want to be able to do that, just let me know. Well, we were, you know, thirteen ninety nine a week. <laughs> it's what we were. Uh, what I was telling you last night that I had to. I attained all these things in my life in the first half of my life, and I didn't appreciate them, and I didn't see them. I didn't see their worth. I didn't. I just, I was still, I was miserable and I was unhappy and all I could see was, was the bad and, yeah. um, and, or, you know, like I loved my kids, but I'll be honest, I, I was overwhelmed and they were yeah. burdens. I didn't, and I, and I felt guilty all the time because I wanted to be a better mom. I wasn't, I saw myself as not good enough. I had, so then it was sort of like this, okay, then you have to, then everything goes away and you have to love you yeah. and you have to see your value. And when you can love you and see your value and want to live just with and want to live with ne- with none of those things and, yeah. and still love you and, and know that you're okay and you're enough, then these things gradually come back. The thing, But they come back in the right way and there's yeah. an appreciation of them. Well, and, and I said this last night, how often do we spend time with our kids at a job, whatever it is, and think... I need this so I can enjoy this time with my fucking kids better or I can enjoy this job better. I can do this job better. I can, you know, be in this relationship better. I need this thing instead of just being like, well, you already have the reason for wanting that thing. You already have the kids. You've already got the relationship. You've already got the job. Why don't you just be unbelievably grateful for that? Yeah. You have that. Just focus on being 100% there with that. Yeah. And then watch how life amazingly takes care of itself. Right. It does. It always has. It's even taken care of itself when I was trying to destroy it. It's taken care of itself. Yeah. And the idea that I'm going to somehow stop life from taking care of itself is an utterly insane idea. (laughs) <laughs> that my human will will change the course of life yeah. from being what it is. And that is to live and then die. I mean, we're all going in to between, the same place. Yeah, we're all going. In between, can I be joyful? Like, what do I really want? Do I want to be joyful or do I want to be miserable? Because for a long time, I just wanted to be miserable because misery and being depressed and sad brought me attention. It yeah. brought me what I thought I needed was attention and love and all this kind of stuff. Well, it gave you being identity. Taken care of. Yeah, I, I rested in the identity of being a sad victim who just life was this happened to, to me and that all the bad. Matt yeah. was a fat kid that got bullied. He would, you know, his family didn't love him. People didn't love him. And now he's just having to deal with this poor alcohol. He just can't catch a break. Wow. How sad. And then when, isn't it funny when perception changes? Yeah. And you see, and it's so funny that you say, oh, and, you know, people, he was bullied and people didn't love him. And I've met people from your childhood, not just your family members, but friends from your childhood that have a completely different perception of you, that they loved you. They thought you were hilarious. They want, you know, and it's just, and it's like. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. What was I, I was so focused on the misery, the sadness, the things that, you know, I thought were bringing me me joy and happy it was giving me identity because i didn't know how to be anything else right and the reason you know 
we're doing the podcast or any of this, my, my, I feel like my reason now for doing anything is to bring freedom. Cause I was even thinking when I was 20 years old after my first daughter was born and, uh, like all this stuff, I was, like I was a personal trainer and I was like, I just, I guess I, you know, my life is over. I just have to do this now. And this feeling, this weight of, oh my God. And so I just started drinking, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't know how to deal with it. And for people like that, I want I want people like that to realize it's gonna be okay. There's yeah. there's it is it is a tough situation. It can feel like a lot, but there's you can get through it, and there's a way through it, and it doesn't have to be through and trying to kill yourself forever. And it's and it's not and everything passes. Time goes by. You know, my I th- I thought about that too when. My kids were young, you know, that when they were tiny, <clears throat> my older kids, and I thought, God, I, I wish so much away. I just thought when they're a little bit older and easier to deal yeah. with, we'll have more money. All of I wished so much time away, I thought, yeah. and I didn't see, and now it's like, of course, we sort of look at the past, you know, with these rose-colored lenses, but I think, wow, I, I wish that I just would have... Uh, paused a little bit more in those moments and and just enjoyed the innocence of my young children well there's so much about just being at peace with your past so that you can be okay with what's going on right now because what's going on right now is your future past yeah right oh (laughs) sure and it's given me perception you know because i've got four kids these two sets i've got the older set and the younger set i feel like it has taught me to be a better parent with my um with my younger kids i i can always reflect back on that going you know this time is so it it, it is fleeting you know and I could waste it just focusing on these dumb little things that don't matter or I could sit with my uh you know sit with my daughter and do an art project or have an amazing conversation with my brilliant son you know that's just like that I thought you were gonna say me for a second but that's cool (laughs) you're not one of my kids (laughs) but it's just we you know, we lose so much in the story that we tell ourselves when we're full of self-pity. Yeah. We lose so much. And so it becomes our reality around us, you know. The other well, thing- we get tired. We're human. We get tired, you know. Right. And, and we don't know how to rest in this country. We don't know how to give ourselves sleep or food or nourishment or yeah. replenishment. Like we just, oh, I'm tired. I better chug this 300 milligram coffee so I can, you know, that, that Starbucks commercial, the double shot espresso where the guy, he's like, gets done with his job and he's like, do you really want to do the things you love? And he wants to go to like a, a shelter for puppies. Oh yeah. And he's like, well, I guess I should drink 300 milligrams of caffeine so I can enjoy these fucking puppies. Like what? <laughs> go enjoy the puppies. They don't give a shit if you yeah. hopped up on caffeine or not, yeah. or just go home and take a nap. Yeah. And then go back and, and enjoy then the go puppy. back to the shelter. You moron. Right. But we're all morons in that. I feel, I used to feel like I had to grind myself down to the bare bone, like put and everyone needs you to be on point, on point Matt. All if you're the not, time. if you're not Mr. Motivation, Mr. Hilarity, then you're not worth a fucking thing. And get out. Yeah. Just you might as well kill yourself. That's insane. It, it is insane. Exhausting. And I say it like that because that's the insanity that would go on in my head. No and I think that's the insanity that goes on in a lot of people's head. And I'm sure if anybody who's like going through that right now would probably be like, "Fuck this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I have to work hard." Yeah. I'm not saying you don't have to work hard. What I'm saying is 
you also have to listen to yourself. You don't have to push to the point of death. Like the rate of suicides for males in their 30s and up now is going through the roof because this idea that we have to push Grind through this constantly. And you're, the only emotions you're allowed to feel are happiness and anger. Happiness and anger, yeah. And that's it. There's and if you don't feel one of those two, you're a fucking pussy. Yeah. And so, you know, talking about listening to yourself, my daughter, you know, she's seven. When she came home from school yesterday, she was grumpy from the jump. She was snapping at her brother and snapping at me. She was whining and, you know, but she's got to get her homework done. And so we started to do homework and she had a whole other like math packet thing to do. And I'm thinking about before where it's like, well, we're doing, and she didn't want to do it and she's tired. I'm tired. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about, the parenting I would do before is like that grind, push through. Nope, homework's not done yet. Gotta finish it, you know. And how silly! Yeah. I'm like, you're tired. Take I'm tired time. too. Let's lie on the couch and watch a show. We watched How to Train Your Dragon. You know, we snuggled up on the couch under a blanket and watched How to Train Your Dragon. We didn't fall asleep, but we just decompressed our brains and 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 cuddled up together and and watched a cute show. And then it was like, okay. Can we finish this now? I think yeah. we can. You know what I found too is that when you give yourself a chance to take a break, you come back. You you know you want to do it. If you if it's something you really want to do, you'll get it done. Yeah. If it's not, it what it didn't matter in the first place. Right. You know what I mean? Like in in this idea that we can't trust ourselves enough to even believe that we have our own best interest at heart. Yeah. Like. For me, not being able to trust myself that if I don't feel like doing something, it's not because I want to. I want myself dead in a ditch somewhere. It's because I'm okay with where I'm going. Right. And for whatever reason, my higher self, my higher power has already taken me on a journey through hell and to a wonderful place that I'm existing in right now. By choice. And it's so... And it's not like I have to continue... Like, I don't have to force the issue. Why, you know, this... And it's because it's so simple. But this is what, you know, they they teach us in the program. The halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Mm -hmm. When you're feeling out of sorts, it's like nine times out of ten, it's one or more of these things. And these are simple things that we can usually fix. Yeah. And But we've practiced not listening to those things. And we have absolutely practiced not listening to these things. Children... They, they, they haven't turned that off yet. You know, have you ever, most kids, it's like they know. They're hungry, they eat. They're tired, they crash, you know. They're, they, or they scream their heads off because they're exhausted. Exactly. And, you know, if they're lonely, they'll bug you to death or they'll climb all over you or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Or they have no problem just saying, I'm lonely. Yeah. As adults, it's like we something we can't, it, that's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's humbling if we admit that we're lonely. Well, yeah, yeah. And... You know, it's it is a paradigm shift of what's happened in the past and what was necessary to build. And to I think maybe I can be too hard sometimes on the process that's taken place, but it's the process has gotten me here. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't work myself silly, I wouldn't realize that that's not it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's not necessary. To do that, to, if you have to find your way there, but know that you will find your way. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be miserable through it. And you can give yourself grace. And even people at, who in want any given that, moment. like people, like I don't, I don't want all the the things that I thought I did. I don't want the mansions and the cars and like the fame that I thought I did. I, 
want simplicity, you know, and there are some people who, do, who want all that stuff. And I think that's fine that people want that. I don't think there's any issue with wanting the things the physical reality can bring you, you know, but we can't, don't get lost in it. Right. Don't you know? think that that is going to be the source of your happiness. Right. If you have... Because that's where misery is. Right. If you enjoy attaining those things. I think it's the whole process in the, like you said, the yeah. journey, attaining. If you enjoy the process of attaining those things, if you if you are miserable attaining them, you're working, you're grinding your butt off just because you think that those are the things that are going to make you... get it and you're like, oh, well, I still need to get this. And I... Right. It's like... Whoa, but you enjoy the process of attaining those things, then yeah. whatever, so be yeah. it. You know, let enjoy life. Yeah. Life is meant to be enjoyed. It's your life. Do what you want to do. Yeah. And that's that, that's a great point. It is your life. And if you want to be free, let's work on being free. If you're happy doing what you're doing, by all means. And that's what I think a lot of, like, my whole purpose for doing any of this, I've I've been in sales for a long time. I never wanted to sell somebody something they didn't want. Yeah. I'm not going to force anything on you. Um, or try to convince you or, you need something yeah. that you know you don't need. But I will express how unbelievably my life has changed you know i'll express that what's happened for me and the peace like resting in in god's peace i really truly believe that's what's been happening yeah and personal testimony is everything yeah and it's like if you don't want that fine i'm just saying it's pretty amazing (laughs) it's like it's been amazing to not feel this pressure on my back like it's gonna snap if i don't gosh that's so crazy that you just said that i was gonna say shoulders yeah but i literally feel when they say oh that's a weight off my shoulders i literally i feel lighter in my shoulders is that you walk lighter i mean literally like you skip almost i remember people saying to me it looks like you're floating when you walk because it was just like, I don't know, it's not like my legs, maybe my legs did become stronger or something, but it was like, there's not the weight of I have to be this person, I have to do this thing. I've, I already am. And I wrote on the, our board, it says, be the being underneath all the doing. Like, there's somebody there. Right. There's something there underneath all that doing. Yeah. What is that? That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested so much in seeking God and because I know God's there. You know, however you want to however you want to phrase the idea of God. God is always real. there. God is always the diamond sewn into the lining of your pocket. And I think as long as we seek God, life is just this amazing thing that's happening with us a part of it. It's like a dance, you know? And I had this vision of being carried by God on this like glowing saucer where I was dancing and like sword fighting and doing magic and comedy and like all these things as I'm soaring through this astral plane Mm -hmm. and like that's what it is God's like it let's experience all of this you can do all the parts in the play right I got you you're good like you're fine for me you're never gonna fall off and And the idea that you're falling off is only your idea It's not really happening. You know, the more I isolate, the less I am with God. Yeah. You know, for me, God is in service to others and connecting with the God in others, you know, that and and raising that level. Like you say, you want to help people, you want other people to see. 
and um and recognizing that okay it's going back to the package theory you know even if you're in a job that you don't care for you don't like you know um i'm saying i want to help people i want to serve if i open my eyes there's always an opportunity to serve people i'm literally a server at a restaurant you know and it's not but it's not just about that it's not you know just the customers but there's uh, there's people around me at all times. I say I want to serve people. I want to help people. Then I need to get out there. And on some there's giving somebody a hug or a smile or telling them, giving them a compliment that before I might have thought, oh, I like her coat or whatever. I might have kept that to myself. But you know yeah. what? Maybe she just needs to hear that, that she's noticed today and that somebody likes her style. You know, yeah. you don't know. There's so many ways that you can serve people. So when we're saying I want to serve people, but... Only in this particular way, then who who am I to judge? I practice this. I can practice this every day in my everyday life by getting out there, getting out of myself and my, you know, my problems, my issues, and just doing whatever I can. Yeah. So I think the important message here, because we have to wrap up because we got to go to the meeting, oh, yeah. um, is that if you are going through tough times right now, if it feels unbearable, like you're not going to make it, Remember that you already have made it. Yep. You've already made it through. Yes. You've yes. made it through hundreds of times. Huh. Hundreds of times. And this time is no different. It is. And it's just like, I, I that's why, you know, with the, we all, we've talked about Harry Potter and the Patronus. It's like, well, how did you know you could do it? Because I did it before. Yeah. You've already done it. You've already done it. This and, time, if you want to make your life better for the future... Be aware of what's going on. Don't run from it. Don't numb it. Don't be afraid of it. Be with it. Walk through it with joy. Be honest. If you feel like shit, be vulnerable and allow God to show up however the hell God's going to show up. I just want to and clarify that with joy, just exactly, and because you just immediately said be honest afterwards, that... We feel the pain, but we find the joy. Yeah. We find the joy. It's always there. Always there. We can feel the pain, but find the joy. And because I promise you, the joy is, um, the joy and the pain are on the same scale. If the pain is bad, then the joy is that much greater. Yeah. Because the only way you get relief is by having tension. Yeah. There is no relief without tension. That's true. And there is no tension without relief. Right. I mean, we can't feel that that joy like that when we're stagnant in life. Yeah. It's impossible because there's no tension there. Right. So. Now, the big book says God is everything or God is nothing. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is blasphemy, but I'd like to make an amends on that. That if God is everything, isn't nothing included in everything? Wow, mind blown. Bam. So <laughs> think on that, um, Awakeners. Thanks for listening to us. And you have a beautiful rest of your day. Yeah, and if you like this episode, uh, press the like button or something. Is or there clap, something on there? Or, know, <laughs> or join the podcast. Yeah. Jump in. <laughs> like this podcast and share with your friends. Yes. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.